What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife podcast, and I am so excited to have you guys on here for the last episode of the year. And I thought this was going to be a good follow-up to my um, the previous episode, which we talked about dream planning for 2021. We talked about how to actually achieve our dreams for 2021 and what should we do if God is silent during that journey. So if you haven't listened, go ahead, pause. You might want to go listen before you listen to this. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, what this next training is going to be about is staying strong in your marriage when your husband isn't on board. So we are going from grievances to grace, and we're going to try to straight, stay strong in our marriages when he's not on board, because sometimes they are not on the same page. They might not be on the same page with our goals, with our dreams, with our faith, with our business, with all the things that we are trying to do. And uh, I've got some tricks for you, some tricks and tips to keep a strong marriage during that time. So really excited to jump in to this training. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Going from grievances to grace, and that is really staying strong in your marriage when you and your husband are not really on the same page. Now, let me ask you, maybe you're like, this isn't for me because me and my husband are already on the same page. Well, stick around just in case because... If you're on the same page now, doesn't mean that it's going to stay that way the whole time. So I think it's going to be a valuable training for you regardless. Thank you. Uh, who do we have on live here? So we've got Susan and Mandy. Hey, guys, if you are on live, do me a favor. I see a couple of you guys are jumping in. If you're on live, hit me up. Hashtag live. So we know you're here. Oh, Chelsea Joe too. Hashtag live. If you're catching the replay, no worries. Hashtag replay. Let us know that you are here you might be tempted to tune me out, right? Um, stick with here for a little bit because in every marriage, there's going to be a point where you guys are not on the same page. And what do you do? Drop me an emoji. For those of you who are on live or if you're catching the replay, drop me an emoji. Give me a high five or a hands up or a wave if there's ever been a time in your marriage when you and your husband were not on the same page whatever that might have been about. Let me know. I'm sure that there was a time in your marriage where maybe you guys were not on the same page. So let me know, drop an emoji and let's see anybody who has in one time or another not been on the same page with their husband, right? 
All right, so just because things are going well today, we're gonna keep it that way. So I'm not gonna lie, most of the teaching that I do really comes from my own experience, right? And it's because I need to remind myself of these things often, right? I need to remind myself what is the best way to handle these situations. So I loved how uh, Steph and Ronika, they went ahead and they, they gave us like an acronym. So. I wasn't sure what God was going to give me to talk about today. And he did, of course. Won't he do it? So he gave me the acronym, and we are staying strong in our marriages. And that's the acronym that we're going to use today. S-T-R-O-N-G. Strong. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple of quick tips on that. We're going to use the word strong, and I'm going to go one through six letters and tell you how we can do that. So... First, strong starts with S, right? So the first thing we're going to do is we are going to save the salvation for Jesus. We're going to save the salvation for Jesus. Because if any of you are like me, when my I first came to the Lord, my husband didn't want to have anything to do with it. And I kept trying to save him. I kept sending him Bible verses and, you know, inviting him to small groups, trying to set him up with other male friends who I thought would encourage him in the Lord. It was not working out so well for me. So I was really, in essence, trying to be the Holy Spirit. And and that was because we were in a place where we were unequally yoked and I was a believer and he was not. And I find that a lot of times in marriages, especially marriages where there's a little bit of struggle, you will have where the husband and the wife are not necessarily on completely the same page. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to save the salvation for Jesus. We can't save our husbands we are going to let jesus save our husbands we're going to just kind of leave it at that right so that's the first thing the next thing we are going to do is t we're going to trust right we're going to trust that the lord has your back trust he has your back because a lot of times when this the frustration happens in a marriage we we get really upset, like really protective. And, you know, we want to, with this thing that we've built or this thing that we're, we're really trying to be protective over. And it causes us almost to be, how would you say, make almost even aggressive over it where, where we just, there's this like fierce mama protection over this thing that we have. And sometimes we have to recognize that God has our back. He can, he can take it. We can just let it go and, and let him handle it from here. So, S, you're going to save the salvation for, for Jesus. T, we're going to trust that God has our back. We're going to trust in him. R, we're going to rest in his peace. Okay, we're going to rest in God's peace. And so these are going to be quick because these are things that we all know we should be doing. But we're going to uh, write these down because sometimes we need a reminder. So we're going to rest in God's peace. And Ronika had given an awesome uh, training on protecting your peace. But we are going to rest in God's peace. We're going to trust that He that he's got our back. And then we're going to rest in that. So that's S-T-R. O. O is important. This is observe. Okay, we are going to observe what makes him tick. So we're going to observe... What makes your husband tick? He's got things. Things are going to set him off sometimes, right? So at every every husband is different. Mine has like a lot of things that will set him off. And I need to know that. And it's, it's not in a place of where like I have to worry that I'm walking on eggshells. But it's just so important to know what are his 
What are the things that are important to him? What are the things that I do that he finds meaningful? And then the things that I do that really just kind of put him in a bad place because that just, it throws the whole balance, the whole dynamic of the, the marriage off. So you really have to take a close observation of your husband and what makes him tick, what makes him go, what makes him happy and, and what makes them not so happy? Because those things are going to be important for the last few that we have coming at the, the end. So uh, thank you, Susan. You are amazing. So Susan's been putting in the chat. She's been letting us know. She's been reminding us that S, we're going to save the salvation for Jesus. T, we are going to trust that God has our back. R, we are going to rest in his peace. Oh, we're going to observe our husbands. Observe what makes him tick. And also, let's not forget, we also need to observe what, what sets us off. So it's not, so we want to know about him, but we also need to know about ourselves as well, right? So what sets us off? What does he do that really is a trigger for us? We need to know that because if we don't know it, if we're not aware of it, we can't change it. We can't react to it. We can't become better in the future. So that's going to be, oh, and this is my favorite. N is we are going to negotiate like a boss. Okay, negotiate like a boss, ladies. You are all in here because you're mompreneurs, you're running your own businesses, you are all your own bosses, and you need to know to negotiate like one. Okay, that's gonna be really, really important. So just a little bit of backstory about me. I was a retail buyer in my previous corporate life and I and I and I was a basically a professional negotiator. I worked in off price and I would go into these meetings and I would have people sell me like container loads like basically hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise below cost. And we would walk out and everybody would be happy. And we'd go and we'd have we'd have drinks after that and everybody was cheering. And why? That's because I'm a really good negotiator. So I'm gonna give you just a couple of quick tips on negotiating like a boss because that is going to be really important in marriage, right? So First, here are my quick secrets. I've got three quick secrets I'm going to give you for negotiating like a boss. And one, right, the negotiation is a give and take. It's a give and take. And that's where the observe comes in, right? Because you've observed what makes him tick. You've observed what sets him off. You know what sets him, what sets you off, right? So you have, you know where you're going. So it's going to be a give and take. So you're going to have to go into this negotiation with your husband, whatever it may be about knowing that you might not get everything you want and that's okay because he might not also get everything that he wants and that's okay so as long as you're understanding that this is going to be a give and take you're good to go and you can't do that you can't do the give and take if you don't know what he values and like i said that's where the observe is going to come from knowing what he values okay two my second secret okay you want to um know your non-negotiables no, you're non-negotiable. So you know that it's going to be a give and take, but then you know what your non-negotiables were. And Stephanie taught about this on the first day. And that is what ladies, your boundaries. Okay. You know what your boundaries are. So you know what you're willing to give up, but you know that there is this line. There's this line here that you're not going to cross. You won't cross that line. So when my husband were, and I were in this place where I was an unbeliever, where he was an unbeliever and I was not for me, my boundary line that I was not going to cross is I was going to continue going to church. I was going to continue practicing and living out my faith in real life, whether or not he was in agreement with it. And that was okay. And we worked that out because I felt whatever 
whatever happens after that, the other boundary I had was that I was going to raise my children to do the same. And we were both okay with that. So if you know your non-negotiables, you know those boundaries, you've drawn those boundary lines, right? And if you, you miss that training with Steph, go, go ahead and listen to the replay. But if you know those boundary lines, then you can move forward. So no, uh, last point on negotiating like a boss, right? Is we're not going to keep score. You can't keep score. In God's word, it says like love doesn't keep, you know, a right or wrongs. Like we don't keep score when we love each other. We're not going to keep score in this negotiation. And so it, when I was out and I was in corporate and I was, if, if, both myself and my suppliers, if we kept score every single time, you know, they got something and I didn't know get something or vice versa, then we would never come to the end of a deal. We would never do it because they would be so hung up on the little things that I got extra last time and vice versa. So you can't keep score because otherwise you're never going to move forward. It's going to be childish. You're going to be hung up on the small things. So N was negotiate like a boss. We are going to say we're going to know your boundaries, right? We're going to, we're going to, um, that's knowing your non-negotiables. We're not going to keep score and you're going to want to know what he values. And that's going to come from the observation. G. This is the last word. This is the last word, G. And I don't know if you know, but I am uh, host the Grace Fueled Wife podcast. So G is going to be grace. We are going to give him grace. That's right, Evelyn. When you keep score, it keeps you stuck. It keeps you stuck. And that's not a place where you want to be. So once we're stopped keeping score, now we've come to a place where, where we can give him grace. And, we, and grace is undeserved. Grace is unmerited. And sometimes your husband, sometimes he doesn't deserve that grace. But how often is it that we don't deserve the grace that God gives us? And so sometimes we have to just say, Lord Jesus, give me the grace. Give me the grace that I need to get through this, God. Give me the grace that I need to get through this negotiation, to get through this time, to get through this, this place where we're at, where my husband and I are not on the same page. Give me the grace so that I can approach him in a place of love coming, you know, coming from a place of love and understanding. And that's really the place where I want to approach him. And that's going to all come from grace. I hope that was helpful. We're just going to reiterate. We're going to, we're going to save the salvation for Jesus. We're going to trust that God has our back. We're going to rest in his peace. We're going to observe and observe closely your husband and yourself. This is some self-awareness that you got to do. You're going to do some observation. Then you are going to negotiate like a boss. And then you are going to give him some grace. And by doing these things, we can stay strong in our marriages when we are not on the same page. And you might even be wondering, on the same page about what? It might be about the same page about your business, same page about your faith. Same page about how to raise the kids. Same page about where to go on vacation. Same page about what to have for dinner. There's always going to be something that maybe you guys are not on the same page. But these things will help you guys to get there. These things will help you through. And if you can get through the hard stuff, if you can get through the things of not being on the same page about your, your business, your faith, the raising the kids, then you can get through the easy stuff. But I promise you that if you put these things to practice, S-T-R-O-N-G... If you put them into practice, you will be all set 
to go ahead and start getting yourselves back on pace. And don't worry if you're not, because not everybody is. In the beginning, I asked how many people have been in a place where they were not on the same page. And just about everybody was like me. I've been there right? I've been there. Everybody has been there. So don't feel bad if that's where you are right now. For your homework today, ladies, for your homework, I want you, we're going to be thinking about strong. I want you to write down, let me know, go into the chat, let me know what is it that you observed about your husband or yourself this week that helped you to negotiate like a boss? What is it that you observed about your husband or yourself this week that helps you to negotiate like a boss? Let's get it, ladies. Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to hear the stories of how you guys, y'all made it work. Looking forward to it. All right, ladies, that's all I have. Love you. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.